Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Ryan, are you ready? I am ready. I love it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Ryan Miller is a coach for high performers and industry leaders. He's a trainer, a speaker, a consultant, and podcast host. I'm excited to have you on. Ryan, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, gosh, my personal <laughs> life. Uh, so uh, I am a deeply passionate individual uh, from a very young age. I always had to find uh, places to land and invest all of that passion into. So growing up, that was sports, that was friendships. Uh, along the way, high school, early 20s, that definitely went uh, in some bad ways because, you know, when you don't find positive places to put that kind of passion, it goes into quite negative ones. Um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh, but through to today, uh, you know that's uh, that's helped me to become an extremely passionate individual. Uh, I'm a husband uh, to a wife of almost 20 years now, which I'm super pumped uh, to say that. Nice. Uh, I have two daughters; they're 18 and 11, uh, and uh, I have a coaching and consulting practice. And really, at the end of the day, uh, though, I came by way of force uh, in being laid off of a job back in 2011 is how I got started. Uh, I really believe at the end of the day, my calling is to help people to extract the very best things out of themselves uh, and to identify the purpose by which they've been created. And so I love doing that. Uh, I say to people that I get high doing that. And uh, so that is where I try and invest as much into of my professional passion into today. I love it. Nice. Well, congratulations on uh, 20 years of, of marriage. That's a that's a, an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, right. And uh, have a 18 year old daughter or 18 year old child is is also, I I, I imagine mind blowing. <laughs> like, yeah, it definitely takes some work. That's for sure. <laughs> so I appreciate that. All right. So to help people identify the purpose by which they were created or for which they were created. So does 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 that mean that that, that we all have sort of an inherent or or an innate purpose? Uh, so I would say yes. Uh, so uh, personally, and again, I don't project this on people as much as this is a description of me. So uh, faith plays a significant role in my life, uh, my faith in God. Uh, and so, you know, I, I believe that I have been created by God for a unique purpose. Um, whether or not you want to attribute that to why you stand here on earth, I do believe that every single person should be able to agree at least to the fact that we are here for a reason, and it's beyond the reason by which just to exist. And because we're all different, right? We may look similar, we may act similar, but that unique makeup is ours, and nobody can replicate that. And so I love being able to help people identify that and then create the life that they should be living based upon that foundation. Yeah, amen. 
I imagine that, uh, you know, if you can help somebody to actually get there, that why, why wouldn't I want to be living that purpose? Right. (laughs) And, but, 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 but maybe that's not true. Maybe there's folks out there that say, you know what, I, I don't want to, 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 to dig in. I'm just interested in doing what I've been doing. Yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges that we all face, um, even, you know, for me, which is somebody that coaches in this space, is we have a lot of outside influences. And when I say that, people automatically go to the negative. And I don't even mean the negative things. There's enough of those. But there's a lot of really good positive influences that cause us to want to invest deeply into our life so we can provide for our family or invest into our business so we can provide a successful career or invest into the community. So all of those things are good things. The problem is, is the way by which we get there is often done by way of how we've been influenced, right? And so if you just do what I did, you can get to the same place I've gotten to. And so that's where sometimes we can be misled. Uh, and so we find ourselves there. And again, it's not that we're life's miserable. It's not that things are broken. It's just that we could be getting so much more fulfillment and freedom if we were to pursue the life that we were created for versus the one that you were created for. Yeah, that 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 that, that certainly makes sense. Instead of looking at somebody who says, you know, I, I've been successful. Here's my blueprint for how I made it happen for me. Cause that's not, you're, you're, you're following in somebody else's, you know, plan or purpose or what, whatever that might be. Um, nice. Well, that certainly makes sense. So, all right, great. So how, how, how do we do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, I, I, I just had a conversation yesterday with somebody that asked me that exact same question and wanted just a three step process. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. uh, On one hand, I want to say, give me nine hours and we'll unpack some of that. Um, But everybody needs to start with a foundation, right? We understand that um, the strongest of structures are built on the most solid foundation. That's no different from us. And so where I try to get everybody to begin is to begin by understanding who I am. So what drives you? What what passions do you have? What gets you out of bed every single day? What are you willing to set the rest of your life aside for to pursue or to protect or to serve? And as we begin to explore just that idea of passion and purpose and desire, we will normally start to see some um, consistencies in occurrence of words, of actions, And so that is what will begin to arise in a society of, okay, so I think that this is part of my foundation, right? It's to be solid here, or it's to to make sure that I'm serving in this specific way. And once we can understand that, that foundation of purpose, passion, then we can begin to create a life that reflects those things instead of is trying to become something else. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's I, I imagine that it's it's hard to get people to sort of make that shift because we've just been piled on this is the expectations that that my family has for me these are the expectations I've put on myself or that society puts on me and this is the kind of lifestyle I should have these are the kind of things I should do for fun this is how I should conduct myself um, and so I, I I totally appreciate that yeah great you know 
give me the quick steps. And there's there's not quick steps because it's going to require a ton of time for us to, you know, be peeling back all those layers that that I'm sort of covered underneath, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sometimes when I say that to people, you know, it's going to take time. It's like, oh, so you just want to drag me into this long process by which you're going to have some, you know, I'm going to have to invest the rest of my life into paying you for. And it's not that. It, it is a lot of what you said. It's there's a lot to peel back. But the other part of it is, is we want to make sure that we're doing it for the right reasons. So I'll give you just a very quick um, uh, story that could go on much longer. So um, I uh, was involved in a significant tragedy. So October of 2017, my wife and I and five of our friends were in Vegas, Vegas when the mass shooting took place. We were in the crowd. One of our friends was one of the 58 that was killed. Uh, she was standing shoulder to shoulder uh, with me when, when she was shot and went down. And um, So through that process, which again, devastating in and of itself, um, um, many people would say, okay, here's a moment here. It's time to change my life. So I'm going to, when I wake up tomorrow, everything's going to be different. I didn't do that. It took me seven months of prayer and thought and process to go back through every moment of my life that led me to that point to determine whether or not I was on the right track. And seven months later, I resigned my job. I went back into business for myself. I started serving people in a different way. So even when we have these blows to ourselves, which is, you know, some great loss, some great tragedy, some great struggle, some hugely awakening moment. If we were to just act on that in the moment, I feel like it ends up being an irresponsible overreaction mm -hmm. or pendulum swing without us taking time to consider and weigh everything that's going to be at stake when we start to make change. Wow. I mean, what a crazy experience, man. So I'm so sorry about that. Um, yeah. Thank you. It, it's fascinating, right? That, that, that like 90%, just, just from my world, 90% of our decisions that we make about money are, are based on emotion and that's not a good thing. And certainly if you were to have an event like you had, it would probably prompt my body to just in, in my brain to say, just react, react, react. But to your point, that's that's that that's not a necessarily a constructive thing. It it, it might be, and for you, it, it was that spark, that 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 ignited a process of change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, think about it. Any time we make any sort of important decision on a whim in a moment, we can probably look back and say, "I made a mistake." Yeah. I either completely made the wrong decision or I would have gone back and done it differently. Whereas when we make calculated decisions, even financially, you know, when is the last time, and this is not my area of expertise, but when is the last time somebody threw all their money at the one thing everybody said you need to throw your money at <laughs> and then it worked out perfectly well, right? That was the Bitcoin train of 20, the beginning of 2019 or something like that, mm -hmm. end of 2018, right? And then we saw it just tank because nobody was willing to take the time to think about what they were doing. And then they pulled all their money out when there was very little of it left. And then now we see it coming back completely. And, and again, like that, that's just a, a poor analogy, but you know, we just, we make these gut shot reactions to such significant and weighty decisions when in reality, we need to take a step back. We need to breathe. We need to 
analyze. We need to get objective analysis of the things that we're talking about, decisions we're making, steps we're trying to take, and then we need to take baby steps forward. I mean, apart from a tragedy, life is going to be here for many more years for most of us. And so why would not, why wouldn't we take slow steps to ultimately get to where we want to go 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now versus getting the living crap kicked out of us by making all these rash decisions every single day? Yeah. I, I respect and appreciate that. So there, 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 there is a moment in somebody's life or whatever it is where they recognize, okay, a change is necessary. I need to start really exploring what it is that lights me up that I enjoy doing. So how, 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 how does one go through that? Is it just going down the list of serving other people? It's, it's, it's working with numbers, it's sales. How, how, how do I start figuring that out? Yeah, so uh, so that that list, as simple as it sounds, is a great place to start, right? What gets me excited? What really hurts me? What am I passionate about? What am I scared for? What am, right? So like uh, all of these terms, all of these ideas, then step two is extremely important. So step two then becomes, now let's think about the roles that I've been called to. So again, for Ryan, it's different than it is for George and it is for somebody else, but I am a husband, I am a father, I am a friend, I am a business owner, I am a, right, all these roles. And so then I'm thinking about all of these terms and words that I've listed and defined, and I want to think about how those things inform the roles that I'm currently existing in. And I need to see how those terms are affecting the roles that I'm currently serving in to understand whether there is alignment or not. And the more that we do that, again, we will begin to understand whether we're in the right place or not. Because even something like a career or a profession, which is where a lot of people make really rash decisions, we typically hear somebody say, I'm not happy in my role, and so I wanna move on to something else. And so when I am sitting down and analyzing that with somebody, I'm trying to understand, well, what is it that you don't like? Because if you tell me that all you want to do is serve people and that's what your mission in life is and it's called to do, so prove to me that you can't do that in your role. And then someone will say, well, I can. And it's like, okay, so then that's actually not what's rubbing you the wrong way. What is it about is – it, is it working with certain types of people? Is it the function that you're doing? Is it that your role in your job is pulling you away from your role at home? You know, And, and so again, there's all of these levers that we need to – whole to understand whether or not these things are um, uh, supportive of each other or they're contesting uh, each other. And, and again, then as we're going through that exercise, that small second step, again, we're starting to understand, okay, so I am in the right spot. Oh, I'm not in the right spot, but here's why I'm not. And here's how I need to reshape that. So this is just a long, slow, methodical process. And typically, and this isn't a pitch for a coach, this is the reality of life, because we lie to ourselves more than anybody else, telling ourselves we're terrible at things we're good at and great at things we're terrible at, we do need some objectivity in the process. So we need people that are willing to boldly tell us the truth to help us reflect what really is going on and how we can take the proper steps forward. Yeah, yeah, I think that... That, that that's an essential thing to have an outside observer um, for sure because we are way too close to ourselves to, uh, to, to, to to really be making fair and objective decisions or, 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 or assessments. Um, 
of ourselves and it, that's that's that that's that's ego right and it's not that's that's a tough thing especially we're talking about you, you you're working with high performers and, and industry leaders is there just a way to help people get past that to step to step outside of that uh, yes so some of that does come by way of uh, me being able to share my story uh, um, of everything that's happened in my life in a way that I've had to face some of those demons of pride and a lack of humility, definitely. But I think other times that it's not always pride per se. I think it's other things. It's, you know, when, when we achieve a level of success, and again, whatever you define that to be, we, we're afraid of what people will think if we're no longer successful. Mm or if we're successful in a different way, or if we're doing something differently. And so then think about this, just me bringing up the word fear, then all of a sudden people take it to the negative. It's like, oh gosh, you can't be afraid, that's bad too. So then people are even afraid to admit that they're afraid. <laughs> and so what I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to welcome people into this conversation and say, first of all, not only is it okay, but sometimes it's actually healthy to be fearful of stepping into these new environments. And so let's, again, let's just inch into them. I'm not asking you to give up your whole life at once. As a matter of fact, we may end up coming to the conclusion that by and large, you're doing 99.9% .9 of what you need to do. And all we need to tweak is 0.1% to get you to a stratospheric level. Yeah. <clears throat> that's and, and obviously there's there's not a way to know like how often that that that's the case but i have to imagine that that a lot of the time somebody is actually in their perfect role it just is a matter of changing the, the those those small percent those small percentages um that you're talking about to really get people to 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 view things in just a slightly different way because what you're saying you want what 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 what, what you, the, the the kind of work you want to be doing you're already doing it. You're just not looking at it quite the right way. So, yeah, love it. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Gosh, it it it, it would. It, it's going to sound so redundant, right? It's you must understand who you were created to be in order to live the best life that you've been created to live. If you don't do that. I just feel like you've wasted so much of the opportunity you have in front of you. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. We only get one crack at this, right? And I suppose there's probably some folks out there and lots of them that think that that's not necessarily the case, but, uh, and so the, the, the time really is now to, to start doing this work. So I love it. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you, Ryan? Definitely the best place, my website, ryanjamesmiller.com, uh, just as it sounds. Uh, and then I'm on LinkedIn, Ryan Miller. You can find me all over there. Uh, that's another fun place uh, that uh, I like to engage with people and just have conversation. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ryan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to ryanjamesmiller.com. Check out all the great resources that Ryan has um, and get in touch through LinkedIn. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. 
Thanks again, Ryan. Thanks. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.